everyone. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Give me a little twang. <laughs> a little twang with it. I like it. Like it. Um, how are you? I am well on yourself. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, um, <laughs> I was so happy for a holiday weekend uh, hmm. a few weeks ago. I'm like, we need another one. When the next one come around? When is the next one? I hope in the Juneteenth. Oh. <laughs> we ain't got a day off. I'm tr- see how I work for the federal government. They I should have it off. Um, oh, that's will I? Do I don't know. I don't know. Are you gonna do the email? To the HR department and say, "Excuse me, ma'am. I believe y'all missed over a holiday. <laughs> Juneteenth is not incorporated in this calendar, and I want to know if I, I don't. Have- I don't understand why it wasn't there. <laughs> I won't be there. So basically, what you're saying, <laughs> you got that day off. Uh, I'm almost certain I do not have that day off. I think I need to. I need to look because I." I don't really know if I do or not. And uh, I'm going to be a little upset if I don't. I'm almost certain you don't, Christina. I'm almost almost certain you don't. So I would recommend you send an email to get prepared to others. Get clear. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can just take a day off and they they can catch the hint that, oh, it's it's Juneteenth. That's true, too. Catch the hint. Hint, hint. We can catch the hint. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that, girl, you you keep me updated. I know damn show sure I don't got Juneteenth off. That's 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 awful. Uh, oh, that's just one. on the calendar. Like, Is it? No. Oh, wait, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm in the wrong one. We are in June right now. My bad. They do have it on. I don't like it. It falls on. It's, it falls on the same weekend as Father's Day. It's the same uh, day. What are you talking about? Is that Sunday? First of all, they thought they were smart because they they did it on a Sunday, but it should be on um, that Monday. It should be observed. They don't have observed. No, in my calendar, it has Juneteenth as substitute for Monday. No, on mine it just says on the nineteenth. No, click it. It just says Sunday, June 19th. Yes. Oh, no. But normally it would say observed. Like Mine the- says Father's Day slash Juneteenth, and then I click Monday, and it says Juneteenth substitute. My oh, not your phone ain't woke with it. Oh, no. No, my phone say full body workout, because that's what happens on Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. You might want to no. update that. Uh, when the last time you updated your phone? See now, don't don't put my business out there. I I don't got no space. Mm-hmm. No, I updated my phone like two weeks ago, and it still want me to set up Face ID, and I don't like that. You don't want to set. You don't have Face ID. I don't like it. Why? I don't know. It's something deep within me just says like it's weird. I don't know. I'm just I'm just 
I want to be oppositional, so I, I'm choosing to be oppositional on that. But no, my phone does not say that. I can you please ask HR and tell me what they say? I will. I will. I will keep you updated. Okay. Um, what do we think about this Johnny Depp situation? I don't know much about it because we know that I don't really do TV. But from what I heard, there's a lawsuit going on with him and his ex-wife. And she thought that she was going to, you know, do her little fake crying face. And she was going to be the victim. But it's showing that she's the batshit crazy one. And everybody's kind of like now on his side. But I've heard that he lost like hella endorsements. Because of this lawsuit. So, you know, I don't keep up with this stuff. This is your job to keep me updated on these things. But I did watch a little bit yesterday. Yes, but you pretty much summed it up. Also, she does have to pay him a shit ton of money. Um, She has to pay him $15 million. For defamation? Yes, they sided with him. Which also, it's... So, she got a... um, a divorce settlement mm-hmm. and in the the whole entire like trial or whatever Johnny Depp's lawyer was like you promised that you were donating your divorce settlement to charity have you donated it she was like no not yet I've pledged to donate my money to charity and he was like well pledge and donating are two different things so if you have not donated your actual money then you did not do what you say you're going to do with your divorce settlement she so, like, she, now, it don't fucking matter because you know what she got to turn around and give all that fucking money back to him Mm. You see, yeah, I heard she was batshit crazy. I I ain't gonna say if she was crazy or not, but they did catch her up in a few lies, which they're also like, um, are they gonna bring her up on charges for perjury because she done lied so much in court? Well, that's my thing. Like, just based off what I know, I feel like they definitely should. You're still in a court. I feel like law. if it was anybody else, they would. Yeah. Like, I don't want to hear I was confused. These are these are closed ended questions. Yes or no's. Yeah. Your ass is out here lying. And if I have to see her little screw face again with no tears and her wiping just her her cheeks just to make it <laughs> see, I get too irritated with shit like this. It, I, I can't watch it. I can't. All right, we don't get off topic already. This week is supposed to be a, a topic week. And our topic for this week is <clears throat> sorry, why do black women are not considered to be soft or live in a soft air or have a soft life? I have a few a few points. I have I have a few a few points that I would like to attack. And again, uh, just our disclaimer, this is just simply our opinions based off our experiences and things that are happening around us. We're not saying you have to agree, but these are just, this is just from our standpoint. Yes, very much so. Um, just things that we've just observed in life or, you know, um, things that we've caught wind up or how we feel sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so my first point on why I think black women are not considered to be soft or not capable of having a soft life is oftentimes black women are forced to grow up quickly. 
And so therefore they don't feel comfortable having this or being within the soft era because we don't want to be taken advantage of. Um, That's very weird because my first point was how I was raised. Yeah. And I'll I'm going to break it down. So when we say that why are why black women are not considered to be soft, what are we insinuating? Like what exactly are we saying? Uh, for me, it is like, um, and some of some people may disagree, but a lot of time people look at black women as being a strong black woman or you are so brave or uh, they don't see anything wrong with like, you can't, there's nothing that you can't handle. And oftentimes other women get looked at as an, oh, well, you know, she's just going through something or she's having a rough patch or, um, you know, the life is being hard on her right now. As where some black women or majority black women don't get the option of, Life is just hard right now. We don't get that same grace. I'm happy I asked because I was thinking, I like I like your spin on it, but I was thinking more from uh, the point of view of other people, like why they don't consider us soft. So for instance, like a lot of the times we'll get labeled as aggressive, you know, even if we are just being, I don't know, um, a matter of fact, you know what I'm saying? Like if I, if I come to you and I say, the sky is blue. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I'm telling you what it is rather than saying, Oh, the sky is a shade of, blue, blue, blue. you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, a, just kind of just how we are viewed. That's kind of how I was taking it, but I really like your angle. So we could definitely pull from that. And I completely, I agree with your angle as well. It could be, I could say the same thing as we don't know Samantha, but I can say the same thing as Samantha, but the way that someone else may take it coming from me and the way that they take it coming from Samantha can be completely two different things. Yeah. You know what? I just feel that because I have been raised to be so direct, you know, I don't cushion. I don't have a lot of space. I don't have, I don't have the vernacular to cushion. So when I say something, it is typically what I want to say. I'm not going to fluff it. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like a lot of the times that fluff is um, associated with feminine qualities. Like I don't, I don't have to do that. Like I don't know how to do that, you know? But I also think off of your point that we were because we were raised to be direct is so that we don't get taken advantage of because if you don't stick up for yourself as a black woman who's gonna do it um yeah so i think when we have come to the point of like we have to be matter of fact about certain things or get our point across so that we can be heard in situations because oftentimes we can be overlooked or overtalked just because we are a black woman, you have to. And then, so when you get into that aspect of you are now, this is how you've become where you become so direct or it's become so not demanding, but like, um, 
forward. You just forward. Just forward. Yes. Yeah. Straight to the point mm-hmm. because we don't have time to play games because. But then I think too, it, it lessens room for, for us to be misconstrued. Like I'm going to tell you exactly what it is. So you don't have to fill in the gaps or assume, you know, this is how I feel. And because I think when you put a level of fluff in it, it gives people space to fill gaps. I've always been been told, represent yourself um, directly. You know what I'm saying? How you feel, mention it. Because you don't want anybody to uh, try and put words in your mouth. You, we hear stuff like that. Like you don't, you don't want to okay. give people space to put words in your mouth or to conjure up some sort of conclusion that you were not alluding to. And you didn't have the opportunity to speak your truth in it. Exactly. So, I mean, definitely being raised. And then kind of like to what you were saying where um, you were like, uh, oh, what was your point just now? Um, Damn it, Christina. Um, I don't, um, about the growing up too quickly or don't feel comfortable growing up too quickly i think well i freaking went blank but it was kind of like oh the softness like have you ever i'm sure you've heard of like statistics where they say like black women when given given birth are viewed to have a higher threshold for pain than white women so that's just any other I feel like in any type of medical, I think if you go into, which is why I told you I want, I'm starting all over with my whole doctor situation Yeah, is because I feel like the same symptoms that I give, uh, I've seen other women of, of races mm-hmm. get the same diagnosis and then they get, they actually get tests ran or they get, well, let's dig a little deeper Literally, I've had doctors just tell me, you know what? You're a certain height and you should be a certain weight for your height. And I think that's your problem. I'm like, okay, bitch. I'm telling you that's not it. I'm also telling you that I wasn't this weight beforehand. And that's how I know something is wrong. I still had these issues. And yet it's still, it's just like, that was it. I, at, at one point, my sister and my mother could not believe that. I was not getting any results. I let my sister come with me to the doctor's office just so she could see how dismissive a doctor oh was. Oh my goodness. I remember, like, I had a conversation this past weekend. One of my friends, her sister is a nurse practitioner, and she works for a practice that has um, Black women, which I'm like, I'm so for that. And so we were talking about just doctors being dismissive. So when I was younger, maybe about mm, 25, I'll say about 25, I experienced rhabdo, rhabdomyolysis, basically, right? And uh, basically, all of my muscles broke down and I was going into kidney and liver failure, basically, right? So when I went to Florida, um, I just, I had a common cold. I have, I've always had a history of asthma. I asked for a treatment. I did not have like a nebulizer with me, right? I couldn't like just going up to my apartment, which was on the third floor, was very taxing on me, which we know is not normal. Right. So I asked him for a breathing treatment. This man refused. And then again, I'm, I'm new to Florida. So he was talking about like, 
oh, any medical history. And I told him, well, two years ago I had rhabdo. This man tapped my foot and he says, well, that's uncommon. And I said, that's exactly why I'm making it my point to tell you. He refused, he refused to give me the breathing, breathing treatment and then told me that I didn't know what I was talking about. Legit mm-hmm. did not know what I was talking about. And if you go through my charts, rhabdo is right up there. Like it's, that and you know what I've done now since that I would say I tell each doctor take note I want you to make a note that I asked for this test and you said no I don't need it so if God forbid something happens to me my family can come back to you and be looking like you know what mm-hmm. but you know I think the bigger problem and I don't mean to like go off topic is that these systems don't communicate so depending on what portal they're using, only certain places have access to certain um, uh, files or records unless they request them. And typically when you're in the emergency room or even if you're at the hospital for an extended time, they don't, a lot of places are not requesting that information. So yeah, in that time, he could have requested my documentation. Didn't, just refused. Or you could have just believed me when I said... I think I would know my own medical history. I think back at it now, I just feel like I had COVID very early on because I could not breathe. My body was hurting so badly, but it was like, I looked fine, but I was just Mm -hmm. like, no, I feel like hell. Like they couldn't, they couldn't figure it out at all. So yeah, I feel you on that. Um, Okay. Getting back to Mm -hmm. my topic. Um, What you were saying, like, um, or what I was saying about growing up too quickly, I think also goes in the aspect of we watched our mothers have to be in their masculine role a lot just because, uh, well, I can say for me, my after my parents' divorce, my mother took over all of the household duties besides. So she was not only like, oh, she's a, a housemaker now, but she also worked a full-time job to pay off the bills as well. Mm-hmm. And, and we watch that as we grow up and then it's like, oh, well. Um, I was literally just talking with my aunt and she was like, you have to learn to accept things. She was like, you know, I she's like, I understand. Like y'all grew up with your mother and she had to be the dominating one and she had to like, you know, handle and manage everything. And she also like, you know, I never, my mother dated and I saw her like do things, but she never got close enough where I would have like a stepdad or anything of that. Mm -hmm. sense. so I never saw anyone help her Mm -hmm. with her bills or help her with like issues. She might've had car wise because so I've seen my mother literally handle everything. And I think that goes for a lot of black women where it's like, we have to handle everything. I think representation definitely matters. Just like you, you know, I grew up in a pretty much, I grew up in a single parent home. My mom, she would say I'm mommy and daddy all the time. Like, you know, and it's representation matters, you know? And so you take on those traits and roles as if that's what the expectation is. One of my biggest problems, and I don't know if this is a problem for you, um, is trusting that somebody is going to sincerely help me with those things that my mom did on her own. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
even, you know, what really confused me growing up, and I don't know if this falls under the topic of us not being soft, but I think the topic more is that it's an issue that we feel like we have to be superhuman. You know what I'm saying? Because it, we're well, trying to appease so many people at once. But, like, I've seen households, like my grandmother and my grandfather raised their kids together. As much as my grandfather is, you know, the head of the house, my grandma, it didn't run without my grandmother. You know what I'm saying? When you really look at the scope of things, she was everything. You know, she is the financial, she's balancing the checks, she's cooking the food, she's raising the kids, she's working, like she's made, she's coming up with her own businesses. Like it was so, um, it was thrilling to watch, but then it was overwhelming to fill those type of, those type of shoes. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because now it's like you have to be everything to everybody. But then when you see them, when they have a moment to themselves, it's almost like they ain't never give nothing to themselves, you know? And that is kind of like what I don't want to to put out there or portray that I'm superhuman because, bitch, I'm not. Yeah. I, I, have, I have the... And I can, like, honestly say probably when I was younger, I had a mindset of, like, oh, I should be able to do everything. And, you know, the black, like, you have to, you have to be able to manage everything. At this point, as I get older, and maybe it's just how I look at relationships differently now, I I don't want to be able, I don't want to be the person that has to do everything. I don't want to have to take on everything. I want to be able to be comfortable with someone being able to lead in a relationship other than myself. But I think, I think we also like when we consider relationships, I think that we have to look at how that person was raised. I always say that plays a role because a lot of like a lot of, well, I'll talk for me personally. Like I know my dude pretty much was primarily raised by a single mother. So in many ways, I always wonder like, Hey, if he's seen his mother be this phenomenal woman and doing X, Y, and Z, realistically, does he think I need help? You know what I'm saying? Because that's true. And I think that's a conversation you you have to have with your spouse or uh, um, your significant other because I don't want you to just because you saw your mama do it all. Or, it, or to be honest, maybe you did see your mother do it all. You look like, I realized my mother needed help. I need to. But I'm trying to think how many of us do that. Because we more kind of just go with the flow. And if I already have issues with letting people in, and you're accustomed to your mom being everything, then naturally, you're going to assume, I don't need no help. And, and I'm going to do everything. I That's just not, not yeah. at my level anymore. But how hard is it for you? Like thinking about yourself right now, because I know you, Christina, you are juggling so many things. You don't know how to ask for help or you don't expect for anybody to help you sincerely. Like yes. you say it, but. If that came about, like, you'll say, like, oh, you know, shit, I just need some help. But if somebody asks you, well, how, you can tell them how to help. No, no. And I think this comes with my new era of dating, in a sense, yeah. because 
I want to, I, A, I want someone that's going to offer help. Like, you know, if I let you into this world and you see I have all of this shit going on and struggle, I have a desk right now. I've had this desk for three weeks. I have no one to build it. <laughs> no one to build it. <laughs> and I need things like, and, which also makes me like miss my dad because I'm like, he would have definitely had this shit built by then. Yeah. But anything he would have been looking like, he probably would have been yelling at me that I waited three weeks to even ask him to go. <laughs> um, but I want someone that will be like, let me take certain things off of your plate, in a sense. And that goes for when I'm dating, uh, when I get into a serious relationship, mm-hmm. all of that. I don't. And not to just say that this is in Black women's culture as well, but because it is definitely in other cultures too, but um, I don't want you to think like I had to do everything on my own. I don't want like, you to think that's normal. I'm keeping the kids fed, keeping the kids washed and clean, taking them to daycare or school, going to work 40 hours a week, coming home and cooking. What you doing, sir? Yeah, I don't want it to be normalize that I don't have time for myself. That's what I don't want. I also want someone that's going to tell me, go take time for myself. Yeah, me too. Me too. And and take care of yourself. You know what yeah. I mean? Like to meet somebody that wants you to do better. I think that's a difference because like I, like just to, to, to um hit on my point, you know, some men will allow you to do everything. Yes. And not care. And that's my question. My question is, do they know to care because they were raised? I think some do, and they just don't. And I think some probably have seen the women in their lives handle everything, and so they don't yeah. not acknowledge that, like, oh, this could be a lot. They don't I probably think there's a lot of men that probably see their mothers run themselves ragged and And it's not appreciated until like that, that level of care and support is gone. And then they realize, oh shit, this person was doing a lot. You know, I've had it been told and I talk openly about like, um, you know, my last relationship. I've had him tell me, I didn't realize how much you were doing alone. And his analogy was, you know, we always used to talk about like, if I'm going to be in the driver's seat, I need my passenger to also have eyes on the road. And he was like, I realized in majority of my, our relationship, I was in the back seat. And I said, oh, baby, you was not in the car. You had me fucking, I was an octopus. I had, I was doing everything, multiple, like everything. And so for, yeah. for it to stop instantly, that shit really hit him differently where we can have a conversation where it's like, and that's why it hit me. And it's almost like I keep harping on this. I don't think he realized that I just assumed the role of his mom because I did everything his mom was doing. And there was no, there was no interruption for him. And if you really want to get deep with it, this goes back just generations and generations because black women have been taking care of everyone but themselves oh my God. for years. If you want to go back to damn slavery, we were taking care of other people's kids. We were taking care of other people. We're taking care of other people, grown people. It's I don't just, know. 
it's a gen- it's just a generation after generation of black women that have and all of that trauma and all of those stresses and everything else that goes with it gets just gets passed down from one generation to another. Yeah. I'm pretty sure our mothers probably also felt the exact same way and probably still do. Oh, oh, absolutely. But I think that they did not have the platform or the space to really say that this isn't right. You know what I'm saying? So this goes to another point. I feel like now that we have the knowledge that this should not be a norm, us pushing back on that is not received well. You know what I'm saying? It's not received well, but it's the key. If you as a woman, especially as a black woman, know how you want to be treated in any aspect, work, uh, relationship-wise, friendship-wise, yeah, all of it, then do it. Mm-hmm. Black women have the right to live in a soft era. You have the right to have the fairy Disney princess situation. Hell, this is how you even know. Black women are not, con- we're not considered to be soft. What, uh, the princess and the frog came out in what, 2009? And that was their first Disney princess. <laughs> and Disney has been around since 1923. There's no way since from 1923 to 2009 that you didn't think a black woman deserved to be a princess. But and even when you, hell, and princess and the frog, she worked. That's what you said. She was working sun up sun down to run a she worked the whole fucking movie and she was a damn frog for 95 percent of the movie she wasn't even a damn princess you're not even gonna get on disney about that um but you made another point of mine i feel like we don't i love that soft era i feel like that is a very sweet way of saying that we have the right to be fucking human you know what i'm saying that we have the right to feel we have the right to not have Ooh. to put on this bold face all the That's time. The thing. You know what? The right to feel. Yeah, but I feel like a lot of the time, this this desire to be this superhuman person, it comes from or it stems from competition amongst other Black women. And Which I is sad. That's the but also black women have been pitted against each other, and as well all uh, any other race of women. Yeah, or, it's like we're the other. But like when we talk, like I've had conversations where I've voiced like, "Oh, I'm tired," you know, like just to say, "Yo, I'm tired." Like I had a long day, and because my day don't look like your day, it's almost laughable. You know what I'm saying? Oh, girl, you ain't got no husband. You don't got no kids. I hate you're that. Really tired from work. I hate that. And I'm just and just because I have not chosen to have the lifestyle of a husband and kids to have to run after. Hey, I'm gonna have to run after my husband and kids too. Uh, I, uh, it's kind of this. I'm gonna be tired. She worked 40 hours this week, if not more. I'm tired. Like, but that's my thing. It's like this. It's almost like, uh, mm, you know, it's kind of smug. It's almost like I don't have, I don't feel comfortable complaining. Yeah. My I that I think yes. What do you have to complain about? You you only have to take care of yourself. You. And if I complain about, oh shit, I'm barely doing that. It's almost like, bitch, what you really? Well, why doing? aren't you taking care of yourself? You yeah. don't have nothing else. To do. Which is like, okay, I have to put on this hard exterior just to really 
shelter my feelings. You know what I'm saying? Because if I dare let you think that I'm tired or I'm, I, I'm, I don't have it all together, it's almost like I'm being chastised about it, you know? Well, I think that goes back to like the stereotype of how black women are made out to be like you are literally juggling 20 things at once. And God forbid you get a little tired from juggling 20 things at once. Like you. Why? I don't know. I just feel like it's black women. Did you deserve to be spoiled? You deserve to have that soft air. You deserve to feel feminine and not have to feel like you are just stuck in a position where you you have no other option in, in life. That's know. feminine. You know, it's almost like I really don't even know how to feel that way. You know what I'm saying? Like when I think of femininity and I'm thinking about, you know, like ways of what a woman should be. I don't consider myself first and foremost. Let's let's touch touch on the topic that soft is not soft is equated to weakness. You know what I'm saying? When somebody calls you soft, it's not something that you're proud of. I was gonna say, black women as black women, we take oh you you're being soft as an insult, as where you should be delicate. You should be delicate. You're a woman. It's you should be you're a little girl. You should you should be delicate. You should not have to. It's controversial when you really think about it because one minute you're being told to be a lady, but you're not giving me the tools to be or the instructions. Yeah, or guidance. But that's the thing. At the age of thirty, or or hitting on thirty, I don't necessarily know what that means other than. You know, make sure your appearance is up to par. You know, your hair is done. You smell well. You're dressed well. You're spoken. You're well, spoken. even that, because a lot of times, a lot of Black women, like we, I think a lot of Black women take pride in how they look, yes, but we will also put a lot of people before us, and then we'll finally be like, okay, let me get myself together. But you done did, like you said earlier when we were uh, talking, you did all of this stuff within a day and you still wanted to get you, do your hair. So you had to be up until 2 a.m. to do your hair. But you done had a, a long day. And but I can't be taking seen. care of other people in between your day. Oh my God, Christina, this is so weird. Because it just goes to show, like, even when we don't have it all together, it's we still instilled in us to show up as if we do because if not then we're talked about or we're we're looked bad bad upon because it's like how dare you like i i have an issue with like the whole messy bun situation Mm -hmm. because i feel like different races can say oh i just threw my hair up in a messy bun or whatever but a black woman could like it's a messy bun but are you put together? In that it's store? almost like you would be titled as disheveled, you know, like exactly. is something wrong. You know, that's kind of the question. That follows. What's going on? Yeah. What, what are you not handling in your life right now? <laughs> yeah. Why is it your, your appearance up to par? And it's like, God damn it. I'm doing unteen things. I just decided not to do my hair. I just mm-hmm. wanted to be. I literally had someone. Um, I was out of the function 
and I had a hat on and they were just like, uh, this is when my dad was sick and they were visiting my dad and they were like, why do you have a hat on? Because I've been taking care of a fucking sick parent running around working 40 hours a week. And I just didn't feel like doing my hair all the way. So I brushed it and put a hat on. Honey. That's why. If it wasn't not and it, but if I give you the answer, it's like, oh my God. Yeah, it's like, are you okay? Because are you not handling all of this? But that's my thing. Like the only time it's really a scream for help is when we decide not to put on. You know what I'm saying? Like when we don't have anything else in us to even put on for the masses. And then I feel like that that scream for help is just a bit too late. You know what I'm saying? Because you've already burnt out by that point where it's almost hinting to depression. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not even able to do the common things that you quote unquote do, but you're exhausted. You know what I'm saying? You're exhausted. I don't know. Like I, if I don't know. This is really hit home for me. <laughs> it is, but it's, it's one of those topics where it's just like, I don't know. Black women are considered like the narrative is normally for us not to be considered to be soft or delicate. So the fact that we have the audacity to even want to choose the opposite life of like wanting to be soft and delicate is like, where were you think you were coming from with this? Um, ma'am, the past generations of you have have had to deal with the whole bunch of shit. Why the fuck? I'm sorry. I'm I'm no, you don't care. I'm the person. Why would you not have to deal with the same shit? Like and expect to not handle it the same way, if not better. Because now you're at you you got more education than the, the last few uh generations of the ladies in your life. So you should be able to handle this even more gracefully. Yeah. I'm trying to think about how I feel when I look at women that I equate to being feminine. Like I have this one cousin. I think that she's the epitome of a lady. I really do. She's mm-hmm. living life. She's beautiful as hell. You know, she does what she needs to do for work, but she looks good. She makes sure she smells good. Her nails are done. Her hair is done. And a part of me is like, yes, man, I, I smile just looking at it. And then a part of me is like, why aren't you able to do this? Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to take. To, I mean, I don't, I take time to figure out, I guess, or whatever, because I have promised myself and I'm trying to do my darndest with everything else that is still going on in my life to live in a soft era. Yeah. Why can I not? Someone asks for help, asks me, can they help me? Sure can. Yeah. Why why do I have to be looking like, oh no, I can do it? No. 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 Help. But it's this level of guilt to do things for myself that I I've always experienced. And I've said it before, like I will go shopping for everybody else. I don't know the last time I like legit was like, okay, Christine you've been wanting this perfume, go buy this perfume. Mm -hmm. Or, okay, Christine, you deserve to get this outfit. Like, I don't know the last time I did that. Like, I'll be looking to cut corners for myself because there's a level of guilt, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I'm trying to figure out why. Just had this conversation on the last, I mean, we just had this conversation literally. And like I said, I said, I feel... I want to buy things and I know I deserve to buy them for myself, 
but uh, I feel bad buying them. And it's like, oh, you could be doing this and this and this, or um, I don't know. But it's that I'm trying to responsibility. It's almost like you know, we got our ancestors, our mamas looking at us like. With, I, with they fingers, like, you know you shouldn't be doing this. Yes. <laughs> you know you need to be saving for next month. And it's just like... Exactly. Ooh. And I am trying to get out of that here. I want to be... If I want to buy something and I know that I can afford it and it's not damaging my lifestyle in any sense of, like, where my, any bills, why the hell not? Yeah. Why not take our... Me and Chelsea try to take ourselves to a nice dinner when we don't have Alex at least once a week. Because why? Why would we not take treat ourselves to a nice dinner and go out for a glass of wine or cocktails? And explore. And it's like, I think the more I have this, um, I, I juggle between you got this one life to live, so you should you should really live it. Then I have this, but you have to be responsible. So it's kind of like I'm on this, you know, yeah, it's a teeter totter, and it's like, what do you give into, you know? So we're gonna figure that out. We definitely are gonna have to figure out a balance. I know you had a few that you wanted to go through, but I feel like I, we've been chiming in. Do you have any more, like points? Um, I just just general stereotypes of how black women are considered, um, and black women are mostly labeled to be like loud or uneducated or ghetto and also puts in a factor of like that masculine role even though we don't really think of it like that but when you think of uh or when someone is considered to be loud and ghetto and mess i mean or uneducated it's they're um, most likely always presented in a mass presenting way uh, for women and I just when I think that is completely a untrue to be honest black women are like the most educated within the United States I know we are yes and 95% become doctors lawyers professors own their own businesses so it's like the complete opposite of what the actual like I guess normal stereotype for a black woman is and but people don't see that they don't see I think they don't want to see it and I think it's just easier to to be portrayed in that light because that's just what kind of history um shows us to be but if you don't know that, you just don't want to see it because it's all around you. I don't care where the hell you're at. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's it's legit statistics. We yeah. are the most educated. You know, um, we definitely I, I feel like through and through we're professionals. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know more. And I, I know they say birds of a feather flock together. And this is my thing, like not to step on anybody that isn't considered or doesn't view themselves as a quote unquote professional or happen to be a part of that statistic but for it to be generalized I'm that always irritates me you know and I'm mm-hmm. saying that oh we don't know how to act amongst quote-unquote people and we know what these people are or you know they got to check in with what how did our tone you know how many times I've been talked about about my tone and I just like I don't under how you receive me is not my fucking problem yeah Okay, for whatever reason, you 
are, I'm not intimidating. You're intimidated. And that's on you. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying what I'm saying. But you know what the, the funny thing is to me is it's like a catch 22, especially if you are in a professional setting, um, because you can speak your mind or be direct and it's up. Oh, are you turning into the angry black woman? Yes. Or you can sit and be quiet and then they got a problem with why are you oh, so quiet? As many times as I get asked, am I okay at my job? <laughs> it's because I'm not speaking as much as they would like for me to today. Or I'm listening to a podcast in my with my AirPod in and I'm just zoned out in my own world or listening to music. I have so many people come up to me, even my own, like people, sometimes people on my team, like a lot of people, when I first started, uh, which I am at points, like once the longer I get to know you, the more comfortable I get with you and stuff like that. But even still up to this day, it's like up Christina being quiet or up Christina not really talking. Yeah. Everything. Okay. Um, Or. Like, and I, even there's a black guy at my job and he is, he makes, well, he's often one of them that's like, oh, she's not talking or Christina really talked to us like that, you know, or she real quiet, but why can't I just be quiet? Listen. Why do black women have to be in a mix of either we're too loud or we're not loud enough for you where we're not getting, like, why do I have to be entertainment? I'm, I don't I'm just here to work. That. Like, okay, I started a job. On my fifth day at the job, they had a meeting about the roles of my discipline. I just got here. There ain't nothing for me to say, sir. There's not, this man legit looked at me and says, well, I, I know you're being quiet, Christy. First and foremost, anybody that knows me knows that I'm not quiet. Quiet is not my thing. I'm observant. And I know my, my thing is this. I'm not going to speak out of turn. I don't have enough experience here to have an opinion as of right now. So anything that I'm saying, I'm shooting the book. I'm just shooting the breeze, right? He goes as far to tell me, this is like the third time he's like, I just want to check in with you, Christine, because you're, you're not really saying anything. I just got here. I don't have nothing to say. But you have a voice. He goes, but you have a voice. I said, I'm fully aware that volume is escaping my mouth when I open it. I understand that I have a voice. Again, I don't have anything to say about this topic at hand because I got here yesterday, sir. But like, it's so weird to me. Like, oh, but you have a voice. And then he called me. He was like, did I offend you? I was like, um, I thought it was out of place. Uh, because again, these are people that are, are sharing complaints with you that have been here for months. I got here five days ago. Everything is copacetic for me right now. I'm still in training, good sir. There is nothing for me to say. But you, it's almost like you want me to contribute to the, like you wanted me to be problematic. And because I wasn't given that, it was almost making him like un- uncomfortable. And I was just like, I don't have, I don't have anything to, why do I always have to say? I'm not the mouthpiece. <laughs> like, of the group. That's I'm like, <sighs> Yeah, that's another one. That's another topic for a whole another day. But I just, I'm just like, you, you can't have it all with black women. Sometimes black women just want to be. 
can I just exist without anybody expecting anything from me? Please. They just want to be. And and in that same sense, I am learning to just be. I'm I am fully in the let me take the the soft approach in life because we've all we've always looked at it as like a issue or a problem or you know we can't be this type of a way. No. Christina is soft. Christina, you want to help? She's gonna take it. She's going to uh play her feminine ways and or what however you want to call it and say this is this is just it. This is it. I'm, Christina's just going to embrace it because I feel like I have to practice it because I sincerely don't know how to be it. You know what I'm saying? So that looks like multiple things. It looks like allowing people to help you. It looks like being vocal with people to let them know that you can't do something because you've met your capacity. Um, it looks like shit. If I feel like shit today, I show up as shit today because I'm having a bad fucking day. You know, it looks like if I'm in pain, I call the fuck out, you know, mm-hmm. like that's a whole bad. other topic for another day of how we don't, we are expected to work under in, all conditions under all conditions and not how dare you think that you're going to take a day off? That's a whole nother topic. For all like, one thing about it, these jobs know about Christine. I come in the door. Uh, I need these days. I need these days off. I need these days off. I, I'm waiting for the 90th day. My 91st day. Guess who calling out? She is. Oh, I'm true about this. I'm real true about this because a lot of these companies, now that self-care is a trend, everybody, oh, self-care days. But when it comes to really taking a self-care day, they don't know how to act. So my 91st day, I'm calling out. First and foremost, don't ask me why I'm calling out. I'm calling out. But if you do have the audacity to ask me, self-care day. You can put that in the notes. Figure it out. Figure it out. That's I a whole other thing that we have to really come to the conclusion with is that we are unable to be and do everything. And once we take that away from our identities, we'll get more comfortable in these spaces to be quote unquote feminine, to have feelings, to, you know, to really like set boundaries. Like this conversation can go in so many different ways. And we might have to, we might have to break these up. This is just, might not have to be a one day topic. This may have to, we yeah. have to come back to this. So Okay, cool. We should definitely do that. Because look at that. Um, we can do that. We can come back to it and we can figure it out. Um, all right, y'all. Thank you for joining us. Uh, On our topic. It's been a pleasure. We will come back to this topic and we will continue. Okay. All right, guys. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye.